whose music are we listening to? Not mine that I know I can't of. hear music. I can't hear music. Are you... You having a stroke, buddy? Are <laughs> you dancing to a different drummer? <laughs> What's going on? There's... I feel like I'm getting radio. Maybe my headphones are just up too loud, and I'm getting radio in them. It's, Maybe. It's girl pop. There's a girly pop happening. Nobody else? Nope. I'm, this is... <laughs> Strokes are better than I expected. I'm, I was expecting it to be way worse. I'm going to move my laptop a little bit away from... Uh, Turn down that music. <laughs> yeah, the music. Music in, my, in your head. That's, that's, is it still going? Mm-hmm. Really? It's, uh, it's Katy Perry. Here, wait. Let, let, let me try your headphones so that you'll know that you're not insane. Yeah. Like, I'm actually <laughs> medically worried for you, Alex. We know Jackie the Stroke is contagious. Oh, it is not happening. <laughs> it is not. There's nothing happening. Absolutely is there, and it's Katy Perry, and uh, you have to be... But it's it's high-pitched, so... I, I have 100% over, hearing in one ear. And, Alex, uh, don't die. <laughs> This Don't be, die to Katy Perry. Yeah, this is the the, the most special episode of <laughs> what's the name of this show? Read it and weep. <laughs> Read it and weep. There we go. Good afternoon, meet suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about. Bad books and movies and TV and stuff, usually, and guilty pleasures. This is episode number 257. We have now done as many episodes as the lab designation of the government's secret germ laboratory on Plum Island. What? Lab 257. So, so many what's. Yeah. <laughs> there's a pl- there's so, an island of plums? There's a, it's called Plum Island, but it's, it's also, the government has taken it over and it's called Lab 257, and it's where they secretly work on germ warfare. Germ warfare. Or How possibly many plums? not. Oh, how many plums are there, though? It's it's not... I don't know. It's it's plum, like, the level amount, not the fruit. Isn't that a difference? Oh, okay. I was thinking if it got hot, it turned into prune <laughs> island. It's like, it's like plum full of germs, <laughs> is what you're saying? It's a dangerous place. Also might be delicious. Also might be totally fictional. It depends on if you read the book Lab 257 and believe it or not. Mmm. And there, there were some reviews on Amazon that suggested it was not to be believed. But anyway, uh, speaking of uh, possibly fictional government programs, this week... We're talking about NCIS, the incredibly popular JAG spinoff on CBS that fills me with love for soft focus and acronyms. What? It was. It's so it, pleasant. Do you guys notice that the whole thing things. was in soft focus, so it looked like a dream sequence for the whole time? Yeah. I mean, it all looks like a soap opera. Yeah. Oh, wait. I think those are the episodes I picked. I'm so sorry, you guys. There's other ones. Crystal. Crystal. HD is involved. Crystal clear. <laughs> okay. You can see people's oh, okay. pores. I didn't... Okay, maybe. So are they actually dream sequences? Yeah, they're all... Whenever they send them overseas, mm-hmm. it always gets this weird, soft-focused, jumble camera work that you're like, we're no, we're really not in Griffith Park in Los Angeles. We are... <laughs> we hired a local Colombian team. Right. We're, we're in Afghanistan. Afghanistan. We're in we're in the middle of uh, Africa. No, you aren't. It I turns out <laughs> that's you what, were in Burbank. You're getting paid to act. That's the acting part. Is like not it, pretending you can't see out the window and see just hence cars. the soft focus. Yeah, I believe that that might yes. help. Uh, so actually, so since you said all that, let's say so, uh, Jackie. This was your pick. This right. Was your sort of guilty pleasure. Why did you pick NCIS for us? Well, should I tell people my name? 
We're going to introduce you in a second. This is a pre-introduction. Thing. Oh, pre-introduction. Get, oh, yeah, they those. Do you guys recognize this voice? <laughs> do you guys, anybody out there they already do. know who I am? They do. We, anyway. we may have teased it last week. So. <laughs> but uh, I picked NCIS because you were like, pick something that you have a guilty pleasure about. And I said, romance novels. And you said, we're not reading those. <laughs> and then uh, they said, what sort of TV did you want? And I was like... Oh, well, there's NCIS, which is a, a beautiful television program that's like watching golf or, or possibly listening to fish. It's uh, it just it washes <laughs> over you. It's very soothing. That, that Mark Herman always gets the bad guy in the end. He does. He does. His haircut doesn't get any better. <laughs> that yeah. guy who's let himself go gray. Young Harrison Ford? Uh, yeah, I'll be honest. I, I totally thought it was just like... I thought this the show that Harrison Ford was on for a long time, I think. <laughs> oh, really? He does look a little like yeah. Harrison Well, he's, he's, uh, he was an 80s heartthrob, much like Harrison Ford. And um, he, he's been on several different procedurals. Like they, yeah. He's constantly some sort of cop or lawyer or something like that. What His wife uh, notoriously insists that he has no love interest in any show that he's in. What about... Wow. But now, what, he's got one now. Yeah, yeah. What about... What's her name? Uh... Who, 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 Jamie, Jamie, who, Lee Lee Curtis? Curtis? Jamie Lee Curtis, JLC. The, yeah, she, the, Jamie, the yogurt Jamie, woman. Jamie Lee was all about him in the in the last episode we saw. Oh, yeah, but but the, there's never any like love making scenes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. My my wife watched the last episode with us and uh, with <laughs> good me, sport. And she was like, "What, what is this? Why isn't he hotter? I don't understand why this is the hard." Well, because drop. this is because it's twelve years into the show, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I think he was forty when it started. Uh, or 45. <laughs> so the guy's like pushing 60 at this point. Right. And your wife is uh, not going to be attracted to a 60-year-old man. Well, but then the next thing that happens, like right after she says that, is that the uh, the woman in Colombia is like, oh, you're so handsome. How do I stay away they from you? They have to say that. I think they're contractually obligated <laughs> to com- compliment. Oh, Mark yeah, that's Arman in his rider. No. Yeah. Exactly. So, so we, watched episode, we watched season 9, episode 8, 9, and 20, which were Engagement, part 1 and 2, as well as The Missionary Position. Huh? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Writers, they're hilarious. Huh? Yeah. Oh, That's man. what that guy got to name that episode. He got to name that episode. <laughs> yeah. And, and this then, is like two years ago? This is like 2012 or so? I think. I th- yeah, it was yeah, 2012 so. because here's my thing about NCIS. I am not caught up. Oh, yeah. I watch, oh. all programming that I watch uh, occurs between 3 and 6 p.m. Oh. on a weekday. Oh. Uh, because yeah. that, or weekend, if there's a marathon on a right. Saturday, uh, because I do stand-up comedy yeah. and uh, they just show like four episodes episodes in a row and you're like oh i get it and uh yeah. so <laughs> this seems like it might be hotel tv for you oh for sure this that, is like this skipping by you're like castle oh, oh, good enough. bones mm, yeah uh these are all excellent programming yeah. so oh, i it, like me some castle so oh, yeah they're all good if you want to pick a topic <laughs> for us if you want to force us to watch something that you enjoy in a hotel uh or romance novels we've done that <laughs> it's just it was the time anyway, anyway. uh so we if you want to do any of that uh, we're opening up sponsorships for topics coming up in just a week or so it's the last chance so go to read-weave.com sign up for your mailing list and you'll have that option also this week's episode is sponsored by audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep where you can go and get a free trial membership and a free audiobook of your choice romance or not and you support our show at the same time it's the best way to do that let me introduce you to the panel. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, Alex underscore Falcone on Twitter. And joining me in our Brooklyn studios, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter. Please welcome back Chris Smith. Alex, very special agent Chris Smith doesn't get scared. I've jumped out of airplanes, <laughs> dead dropped on the aircraft carriers, and I've killed people, sweetheart. Lots of them. I've yeah. gotten the plague, kissed a transvestite, <laughs> and been tortured by the best the Middle East has to offer. <laughs> One of that's got to be here. Tony, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that, that a Tony That is line? Anthony yeah. DeNoza. Yeah. 
There was there was a surprising lack of uh, uh, reaction to I've killed lots of people, sweetheart. You'd think that a priest lady yeah. would take that a little harder. Yeah, although it's weird that he says he's killed a lot of people, and that gets the same blank reaction as kissed a transvestite. Yeah, which is also not what we say anymore. Well, I mean, no, it's just they they read his CV is why it's like, yeah, I know, yeah. We, you <laughs> say this every single day. <laughs> and here's the other thing. He doesn't kill anybody. He almost oh, kills okay. nobody. They all almost kill nobody. But that's good. Yeah. Well, they're cops. Oh, we right. saw some killing, though. In, there, in well, yeah, well, we'll get into that. Yeah, we will get okay. into that. Also joining us uh, today in our... Well, no longer San Francisco, our Northern California studios. Yeah, Plum Island. <laughs> <laughs> Full of germs. Please welcome back Mr. Ezra Fox. Hey, Alex. I am a woman on this show, which means I might be a chaplain. Like, Jackie, was this show, was this show just about chaplains, from my understanding, right? There right. were a lot of lady chaplains. There's, uh, there's only, uh, all the women are religious. All the women are religious. There's wow. also, oh, there's like, also like, the, there's the emo scientist. No, no, right? she's not emo. She's goth. I'm sorry. It's a goth yeah. scientist. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so she probably Abby. started out cute 12 seasons ago, oh. and then I think she's I think she's really fun. She's all, she's still fun, whether or not she's cute. She's fun and she's cute, but everybody is a hundred years old right? now. She, she, yeah. I mean, there's no way that anybody in their 20s is going. Oh, I'm gonna watch this because it's Pretty Little Liars Gone Cop. <laughs> yeah. This is not the hot. No, it's you know. not the right one. <laughs> Uh, so that voice you heard, uh, and you've heard a little bit already, uh, as we mentioned coming up, she's at, she's at Jackie Cation on yeah, Twitter, yeah. Uh, and uh, you can get her new album, This Will Make an Excellent Horcrux, for just $5 on allthingsrecords.com. Yeah, that's a, a, a video download if video you want download, to do that. Only 5 bucks. And then you could eight ninety nine it on uh, Amazon to own it forever, and uh, you could buy it from me for 20 bucks. How's, how's, that, how's that marketing? <laughs> Your business plan is it's a little... A little skewed. A yeah. little skewed, but, it, but here's the thing. I will have touched it. I yeah. will have signed it. You can use it as a coaster. There's a lot. You can pitch in with friends and rip it for everyone. I, yeah. Wait, wait. Will, will you have touched it with like your maybe like your left elbow? Like, could you? Do I can touch it with my left elbow. Why did you ask I, that? I, I, I am available. Because I think a, that's. I don't think Jackie. I don't know how many things you touch with your left elbow. So that's like rarity. You know. Oh, that would like, be How many rare. things in the world? Yeah, just the purpose. insides of sleeves and what you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. One things of the few things on. in the world. Jackie has touched with her left elbow. It's like password. Things you lean on. <laughs> I'm gonna, my own elbow. She, she's touching my desk <laughs> my with her DVD. left elbow. Yes, that's right. Oh, Alex, I'll buy that for 20 bucks. <laughs> so you, you were on the show briefly just to talk about the trailer for some Star Trek porn. Oh, right. Is what we made you watch last oh, time. Oh, that was crazy well, talk. Was something. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't that a... That was a time, remember? <laughs> that was a thing. Yeah, uh, that was yeah. a thing. That was, a bit. That was yeah. 200 Why episodes ago. Why did we watch that whole thing? <sighs> I I don't know if I ever admitted to this, but I fast forwarded most of the sex scenes. Yeah, they were unremarkable. I, yeah, I did like, too. It's like there's no plot that's going to happen right now. It's not like I need to know what's. Ha- this is pretty. Da, da, da. Go back to the talking. <laughs> yeah, I want to see the funny talking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Chris, well, you're our resident summarizer for Freakish sure. Recall and your dulcet tones. Today, uh, I would like you to summarize these three episodes in the style of a chatty young chaplain. Oh, wow. possibly at risk. Possibly not. Possibly at risk. Well, there's the one that is the the one that is uh, kidnapped. Oh, right. right. Well, here's the, the reason I picked these three episodes right. yeah. is because they are the th- they're three episodes that are hilarious to me 
and also the reason why I shouldn't like this. First of all, oh. the fact that the NCIS team, which is essentially the Scooby-Doo gang who goes out and <laughs> yeah. solves crime, yeah. right? Yeah. They solve murders, uh-huh. and they solve murders using their magical tools, right. much like Bones Big and screens. Castle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they use computers yeah. and fast-talking. Fast-talking, they can trace anything anywhere. Yeah. That w- yeah, essentially, but-, but the entire purpose of this show, as far as I can tell, is to prepare us for an Orwellian present. <laughs> right? You are being surveilled, you will be waterboarded, we will be going into other people's sovereign nations, just just our cops can go into your sovereign nations. Just a little blown up of things. Yeah, we can shoot your people, we can kidnap your people, we can do... There's no reason politically, ethically, morally, religiously, uh, as a human being with uh, any sort of empathy for the rest of the country and the world, why I should like this program. Because they're cu- but they're so damn charming. They're, they're charming, yeah. I tell you. All right, Chris. They are. It. And you know, there are women who are not shooting people who are trying to set up schools in other countries. <laughs> And suddenly, uh, evil helpers. brown people kidnap Really, them. really evil. Man. Oh, really wow. evil brown people. The worst and brown people time. ever. This so, is the most racist... I guess, I gotta say, this is the most racist show I've seen in a long time. You saw Dads, <laughs> like, eight months ago. Yeah, but that was, like, the most racist comedy I'd seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the most racist number one drama in the world. <laughs> sure, well, yeah. There, it's, it's incredibly judgmental, and it's yeah. incredibly... They're the only... The only black guy is Vance, right? Mm-hmm. Director Vance. Yep. And yep. he is, he's ensemble. He's ensemble cast. Right. And then there's uh, Ziva. But the thing about Ziva is that she's Mossad and she's a hero. And when you think about the Mossad, you're like, that's not my first go to. <laughs> that's not, yeah. their, their life choices are usually not awesome. I, yeah. That, she's oh, also I, a Chilean a, actress. I mean, they got a Latina to play a, a Middle I, Eastern woman. I, I had sure. some issues with that generally. Like, uh, like I feel like there, there might not have. I'm not sure they have like a Middle Eastern consultant on this show. I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> it seems like it, uh, without I, permission, most uh, of it. Yeah, I, uh, I bet you're yeah. right. <laughs> I bet. Point, all right. So at one point they're in Afghanistan, and like, like the the I guess the Marine in charge is like, like, hey, you about to see some shit? And she's like, don't worry, I'm from the region. I know what's up. And like. Israel is like three thousand so kilometers away yeah. from <laughs> Afghanistan. That's like, that's not just like it's like, hey, look, <laughs> if you're going to the south, you're gonna see some shit. Don't worry, I've been to Arizona once. I I know what's up. Yeah, and also like, yeah, the, that is such a thing that somebody from here might think, like, oh, that's the region. But like, in when you're actually from there, you would never say, yeah. like, if we no, asked Chris if he grew up in Seattle, else. he would not say that he did because he grew up across the, in 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 the in one of the suburbs. Right? Right, because we have an intensely uh, nomadic tribal culture there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, the thing is, is the United States is pretty homogenous now because of television. Right. But the Middle East isn't. It's pretty homogenous to us because of television. Right. So, um, you guys. Give us the plot. Can I just explain to our listeners? Start with with the engagement part one and two, Chris. Okay, well... Firstly, let's explain the NCIS. Right. Uh, right. The NCIS, right, is the Naval Criminal Investigative Service. And this is a mix of military personnel and civilians whose job it is to be Navy crime detectives. So anytime there's a crime, they investigate it. They're like CSI, but 
you know, but, but, well. Navy, got their sea legs. but for the navies yeah. and the marines. As far yeah. as I can tell, like fifty percent of their calls involve a marine was dropped out of a plane onto a golf <laughs> yeah. course. So yeah. I'm not sure exactly like, how useful they are. But yes, it's, uh, <laughs> I can't yeah. actually defend this show. But go. You don't have to. You don't have to. Chris, go. It, no, it, it's like, uh, did you ever think that CSI or even CSI Miami was, like, too hard to follow and too, had too much science and not enough military flag-waving? <laughs> because this is that show. It's, right. They um, will dumb it down for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've got um, – so we've got a cast of mostly white people mm-hmm. that is uh, – Mark Harmon is uh, – uh, Different kinds of white people. Different levels of, like, geekiness and bluster, I think. I think that's Oh, God. Point. Yeah. Yeah, yes. but Gibbs is Gibbs is our main guy. He's like 50, he's in his fifties. He's got gray hair and he's kind of gruff. And and he's our main dude. He's like a legend. He's a very good detective. And he's got a team of work working for him. Everybody has their own thing. There's uh, Dinozo, the the kind of bro guy who is yeah. uh, you know Debrozo. all bluster and kind of a softy on the inside. There's McGee, the nerdy guy. There is uh, Abby, the goth computer hacker girl. Yeah. There is uh, Zeba, the Mossad agent who speaks. Every language that's convenient for the plot, and she can and... kill you with her finger. <laughs> yeah, she okay. could. Here's the thing: but anyone can kill someone with a finger if that finger is on a trigger on a gun, right, aimed at your head. That's really easy to kill someone with a finger. Sure, sure. Or if like... she would poke your eye out, Ezra. I don't think you'd oh, get it. Oh shit! <laughs> that's how she would kill you. She would take yeah. her finger and brain you with it. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know what she would do. Yeah, oh, and they've got. They've got a, a I could kill you my finger if you like choked on it when you were eating spaghetti, and then you didn't get the Heimlich fast enough. Like you could do yeah. it. I'm not very talented. I could kill you with a finger if you just were in the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> well, you would accidentally do it. Yeah, Ziva would do it yeah. on purpose. Oh, yeah, she'd okay. mean it. Okay. She could do different. it. She could. She could. Anyway. Yeah. And then, and, and lastly, rounding out the team, there's the avuncular old professorial like uh, uh, forensic. Uh, pathologist guy who um, takes apart the bodies and tells Gibbs that he's all wrong because the evidence clearly points to another thing <laughs> contrary a, to Gibbs' yeah, lunch. It's Alfred Hitchcock and the three investigators. He plays Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. Uh, he's <laughs> yeah. the consultant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He only he yeah. only comes in to solve something really fast and say something clever. I, I like him. Anyway, he's my favorite. Chris, yeah. uh, continue. So, uh, uh, yeah, so in uh, the first two episodes that we watched, uh, there's a uh, it's called Engagement. It's a two-parter. And a plane with three marine uh, corpses uh, is heading home, and the plane crashes because it... Or rained. actually, three-ish yeah, corpses. Three-ish well, corpses. right, and I was going to get there. The plane, <laughs> yeah, so the plane, it had three coffins, but only two bodies. Dun, dun, dun. What, what, what? <laughs> so, uh, Why turns did out there was a, a marine... <laughs> yeah, uh, and a there flag. was a marine uh, non-combatant, a lady marine who was helping set up schools for girls in uh, Afghanistan because and they hate our freedom and they don't want girls to learn how to read. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And how dare they? And so they um, they attack this school that was being set up with rocket propelled grenades, and because uh, lady no marine goes there. missing. No, they, they yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. they also hate children, apparently. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Oh, and sorry, it was an orphanage that taught girl orphans to read. Man, right. I'm just put out that these terrorists are really tough to root for. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I will yeah. barrack for a terrorist. I bet they less than less than ten percent. Even they are not doing themselves any favor with this show, yeah. man. I don't know why. Yeah, so I'm guessing so, there was not actually uh, a terrorist consultant on the show. <laughs> Their interests were represented. So, uh, Lieutenant Gabriella Flores goes missing, and they find her dog tags, and they assume the rest of her was just blown to smithereens by uh, by rocket propelled grenades. But the investigators at NCIS are smarter than that. They know from looking at a lot of evidence that they fast talk about and they zoom and enhance a lot of things <laughs> that they, they they know that actually she ran away and rescued a couple of orphans from the explosions and is being held captive. So they have to go to Afghanistan and with a fire team go and shoot three to four terrorists and then rescue Lieutenant Flores. And uh, meanwhile, her dad at home is struggling with, you know, he thinks his daughter's dead. There's a chaplain who's helping everybody through their issues with faith. And, um, she's you know, fine, it's right. It, we can agree she's yeah. fine. Yeah, as she, far as chaplains she, she go, likes she her NCIS like the chaplain. way she likes her coffee, you know? Uh, bold, complex, and strong enough to stop a freight train. They say huh. things <laughs> like that on the show. Yeah, that sounds like I that. cannot believe... Anyway, um... <laughs> So they they totally rescue Flores and uh, day is saved. <laughs> of course they the, do. the flag is flown, it's waved, and uh, and we all live on to to solve another crime. And that took two um, episodes. And that was two episodes. Yeah, that that took two episodes. What the was the cliffhanger episode... again? I forget what the cliffhanger was. The cliffhanger was I oh, guess she's alive. She's alive. Yeah. Oh, down. Right? Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, is everybody's been thought she was dead. And they have her bringing looking for a corpse, and then they realize they're not looking for a corpse. They're looking for a live woman. A live dun, lady. Dun, 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 who can already read. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. that was the two episodes in Afghanistan? Yes, that was in That was the yeah. two episodes. And then we also watched one where a dead Marine fell out of the sky in a park. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and when the more they look into it, the more they realize that he was dropped by a Colombian drug cartel. And the more they look at it, actually... <laughs> so the conclusion that, every, the conclusion that everyone would, would have... If you really, stare at yeah. anything long enough... Yeah, it's like magic eye. It's a magic eye, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're like, where did you get that pot? A oh, a Colombian drug cartel. It's, yeah. Well, pot's yeah. an easy one, probably. <laughs> yeah. Where'd you get that Where'd bagel? Where'd you get that bagel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the more I think about it, forensic evidence points to a Colombian drug cartel. <laughs> Oh, These God. guys are um, busy. Yeah, and the more they realize, and the more they look at it, it's not just a guy who dropped out of the sky. There's also a chaplain that was supposed to be with him who's still being held captive, alive or dead. They have to go look and, and uh, go into another sovereign nation, and their military cops have to go figure it out. Without the benefit and, of um, copyright or anybody saying yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Copyright? Yeah. Copyright, um, and, I don't know. And whatever. so... <laughs> they, they use the tools of Skype and sat phones to, you know, find a local contact who may or may not be working for the right side or the wrong side. And eventually, they find the person Yay. using the help of the CIA. It's basically, the cops are like, cool, we found the CIA people. CIA people, help us uh, rescue this person. And then they smash cut to, hey, we have her. That they didn't run out of money or time. That was the most yeah. amazing moment of this show, was when they were like... What's your plan to get her out of the, that that prisoner with those Colombian drug lords? And they're like, I don't know, bang, bang. And then there's like, they cut to CNN, explosion in Colombia. And then she's just in the van. Like she yeah. like got exploded out of the factory and landed in the van or something. Whee! Was that line yeah. actually in it? I don't know, bang, bang? They, yeah, it was like, they were like, they said it like it was a code name. Like, oh, like how do we get her out? Program. Bang, bang. Yeah, something like, like that. Oh, crying out loud. See, this actually, this episode may ruin NCIS for me. <laughs> Which then your work is done. You've done good work then. I'm glad we helped you. There's so many other things you can watch. <laughs> there are so many other things There's I can watch. There's always Law and Order on. So. I've never enjoyed Law and Order. What? Any of I, them. No, 
And SVU thing, is though. the worst. Well, SVU is the worst. That, obviously, no one wants to watch SVU, but... Uh, yeah. they, and yet, people secretly do. I don't understand that um, at all. Well, the thing I, is, I know someone's had this idea before, right? But Law & Order SUV, like, S- which yeah. is all about fender vendors, someone must have thought of this before. <laughs> I'm sure someone has. Uh, I'd watch that. I don't like... I mean, SVU is the worst because it's like... Uh, the, those are the episodes I skip when I watch normal Law & Order. I'm yeah. Like, as soon as the starting thing is like a kid... Uh, or a rape kit. I'm like, right. well, I'm not going to watch this one. I don't need this yeah. in my right. life. I don't understand. It's clearly hugely popular. It is, yeah. And it's just, it just feeds into more but and I more love, people being terrified. I love Law & Order, like the normal one, where it's just... Uh, Everyone loves Law & Order. I have no idea why I've never gotten into Law & Order. It's, I mean, it's got a lot of things just like this. I mean, uh, it's got some tropes. Which, actually, let's use that to transition into our uh, our compliments. So yeah, good, we like to start and end the, the this section with a compliment. So we're each going to do say something that we liked about the show. Oh, well, uh, that is nice. It is. We start and it's a compliment sandwich. And uh, and uh, you you're going to have to say something. You're going to say one of your favorite things about the show. Uh, would you like to go first or last in this first round? You can choose. So I'll go last. Great, right, great. I'll go first. So this is just what I want to transition was actually. Uh, because I love Law and Order, and my favorite one of my favorite tropes in all police procedurals is the the somewhat deranged medical examiner, the sort, oh, yeah. of, sort of crazy but really witty and like just consultant. Like they just pop up for a short period of time, they say wow. something over a dead body, and then they're kind of unaffected by the horror of the real life, and then they 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 break cases wide open. Yeah, all they do is spend time in a basement with corpses, just yeah, yeah. off gassing. There's there's not going to be anything good coming out of that. But they're brilliant and they're and also they're super, super witty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. My they favorite, get all the great, the best lines. They do. They get such great. My, I mean, I love obviously Dr. Elizabeth Rogers uh, on Law and Order. She's always saying things like, "There's blood on his shirt," and they're like, oh, "Was it his blood?" And she's like, "No, it's from a steak. Also, some steak sauce. I think he got a cheap one." And then like, ha, 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 ha. "Now tell us about the murder." <laughs> it's like it's really great. She like she yeah. can, right. She, but yeah, but pulling those lines out of context, we're all just like, "Oh Christ, what am I watching?" Yeah, and because uh, it doesn't feel like you're like, oh, I could be reading something. They're also I could be learning something. They're also Macrame. magic too, because they can be like, I found like, oh, I found this one thread, which is clearly from a five hundred dollar beige sweater that they only sell seven hundred a year. So we'll start at that place, right? Because like, each one of those sweaters has a, has a, a barcode, yeah. and, and they're all yeah. This this is my compliment. If I could launch into please it. do. I'm, I'm, is that at least in each of the episodes that we saw, and I've I've seen other episodes of the show, and this is unfailing, they always find through the magic of either technology or you know no just technology, yeah, they science. find everything. Yeah. There is always one thing that is unique to a particular region where they can geographically oh, target. Yeah. Like, well, there's crude oil on these orphans' <laughs> scarred feet. It turns out and crude so oil is like if we a take a fingerprint. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Or or in the dead body of the Marine that was dropped, as a quote-unquote message, they left in a fungus that they put in his mouth and taped it shut that only grows in one particular area of Colombia. And it turns out and fungus like, is like a fingerprint. <laughs> Let me yeah. tell you something. It's like a fingerprint. You know, cats are not indigenous to any continent. Uh, there's no reason what? why that fungus wouldn't be everywhere by now, right? Right, right. <laughs> because yeah, right. there are rats on every... It's not like right. rats were in Hawaii. Right. So now yeah. there's rats and chickens and cats and... Right. That was a yeah, very and, like, surprising rats start to that. There are, there are no indigenous no. cats. And I was like, no, it makes sense, though, because like, cats love, like, you know, they're all mushroom farmers, basically, and they love <laughs> to have a different variety. That's where it comes from. That's yeah, it. Also, what happened yeah. was, if, the, if this fungus really was only in that one region, they opened his mouth, and now it's in that park. That fungus is now everywhere. 
Fungus yeah. is yeah. He was strong. He was from here. It's Kudzu. <laughs> yeah, it's Kudzu. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kudzu. It's going to take over. Uh, I do. I love that. That is another great place procedural trope, which is something is. It turns out a fingerprint. Uh, I, yes. I can go. I can go into another trope that I love. Please do. So I guess this is like uh, building like a healthier America. Maybe this is like part of like uh, Michelle Obama's like um, uh, move. I guess get up and move. Yeah, type, get up type and campaign. move. Um, is that what it's like? Is that what it's called? Just, just, just move. Shut up and move. Um, <laughs> yeah, shut up and move. Yeah. Shut up and move. <laughs> First yeah, Ob- Michelle Obama's constantly saying that. It's, she wants <laughs> kids to be healthier and also to talk less. Jeez. You should be seen and not heard. But you should yeah, also running, running away and not heard. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So part of the shut up and move campaign. Uh, basically, there's a um, anytime they have uh, any potential like terrorist, uh, they uh, they say like, hey, this person. I'm from NCIS, and that person just takes off running. Oh, yeah. And then they turn a corner, but they didn't know there was another NCIS yeah. person who knew they would turn that corner yeah. and smashes them with a trash can lid. They're like velociraptors because they set a trap. I like um, that they live in a world where every terrorist has heard of the naval investigation yeah. service. Like, yeah. If you came up to me and you were like, I'm from NCIS, you'd be like, neat. Like, the first two seasons, they make that recurring joke. Every time they say, oh, yeah. I'm from NCIS, they go, and that is... Oh, okay, good, good. Yeah, so that's the first two seasons. So, yeah. so the reason but, but why I, everyone knows it is because the show's been on for two seasons. Yes. So they've all heard yeah. and NCIS. All the suspects have been talking yeah. to one another. <laughs> all of D.C., near near a coffee cart, knows yep. that NCIS are the cops. They're, they're, or at the very least, they watched one of the NCIS spinoffs by now. I mean, who right. hasn't? There, yeah. I, was, I, I did wonder that several times where people were like, you've got a badge, but you just said some acronym. It doesn't seem like I should run yet. Maybe let's hear this guy out. Yeah, wait for it. Maybe I want a prize. Yeah, yeah. what if they're a casting agent? What yeah, if they right. want to get me a job? Yeah, exactly. My big break. Um, but the thing is, I love it. So clearly they don't care about like any like actual like you know, law or like you know, rights to these people. Uh, but they, they want to give them like, a, a sporting chance to exercise before they get put like, in handcuffs. So right. they, could, they could just tackle them first before they run. Well, I'm pretty but sure they, one they of wait. the guys, like the, the terrorist lady's brother, who is secretly a terrorist in D.C., he was like... <laughs> Not that secret! Well, no, because at first they thought he was just a student, and then they like found him, and then he... I think what happened was they were like, oh, he's just a student, and they say, hey, can we talk to you when he runs? And they're like, well, we weren't going to arrest you, but now that's super suspicious. And right, because it's against a lot of run. Just don't run from while the being brown. Don't yeah. yeah. Just don't run from anybody. You like, shut we up thought we were just going to talk to you, but then we saw you were brown. So <laughs> right, I'm sure you hate us for some reason. Maybe you our hate freedoms. our freedoms. What's your really? You don't favorite? know why I hate you after you pinned me to the ground and arrested me? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> do, do you have a favorite trope, Jackie? Do you do, you do as a compliment? Um. Oh, I did, oh, it was a trope. Okay. It doesn't have to be. It could be no, not. It but have we to just be. done three. What do you like about the show? Oh, okay. So, but the the because what I what I genuinely do like about the show uh-huh. is uh, <laughs> is the fact that there's a lot of like the extended family part of it. Like, there's they always oh. do a, a thing where you know you hear about Gibbs's ex wives all the time. Yep. You yep. hear about um, Ziva and her dad's the head of Mossad and her brothers. One of them was a Palestinian mole, and the other one was in Mossad. She had to kill him. And yeah. one of my favorite things about this show, which is um, I think is also a, a new thing in, in in dramas, is they're willing to kill the characters. Like oh. the woman who was the woman before Ziva, because there's always just the one. Right. Though though our, the head of NCIS was a woman previously as well, but um, but the 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 agent who was the woman before who was the before Ziva, uh, she got killed. 
Oh. And like on camera, like she just yeah, yeah. like a bullet to the head. I, actually, then, I read the, I read up on this because I was kind of interested. Like by by Ziva's half brother. Yes, by her brother. Oh. Yeah, and then so Ziva Intrigue. had to kill her brother. Oh. So well, I kind of like the 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 family. They're just like seriously. This show, all it is doing is it's teaching us to just be scared and not yeah. and also not expect any sort of. Due process or anything? Does Law and Order wow. teach due process? Oh yeah, it's very yes. much in the process. That's, that's, the, that's the, the order, order part. Yeah, <laughs> that's what <laughs> I like about equal it, parts of the criminal justice system. If if a cop beats up a suspect in the first half of the episode, it's going to cause trouble at the trial later. Like it's very fair. Uh, just some trouble. All the, yeah, or well, like yeah. it'll be like well, or or there's oh there's all kinds of things where the cops don't get the proper warrant. And they just go in and find it, and then that ends up getting thrown out in court. Well, maybe, maybe that's I what that. I don't like. It's way too realistic. Because when you think right. about, like, this show, NCIS, and then you think about Bones, because Bones has the, the science the the science nerd that they've got is she's got a magical hologram machine that can recreate oh. the crime in oh. hologram yes. form, yes. which is not, not real. doesn't exist not anywhere, it no. turns out. No. And the fingerprint there is always on the bones. Oh, do you see those three marks on the bones? It's like a fingerprint. <laughs> You're like, what? No, 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 the person has fingers. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we should have... We should totally have a show like on Fox that coming this fall, I guess, uh, called Fingerprints, where it's just like, did you know that a fingerprint is like a fingerprint? <laughs> <laughs> did you know a fingerprint is unique to a specific region? And did you know that your hair is like a fingerprint? They, Stop saying that. I like in, in Law and Order, they also kill off some characters, but what they do in Law and Order is uh, between seasons. It's just a bloodbath between seasons when actors leave. So they're yeah. always like, oh, yeah, she died in a car accident between seasons. <laughs> Since last time I saw you, that person, uh, yeah, totally. Uh, uh, also dead. It's like, also wow. Dead. It's just, but summer is a really dangerous time, guys. <laughs> it's such a tough time to be a cop in New York. <laughs> Uh, let's so so let's do this now. We're gonna play uh, we're gonna play Cl- Clarissa explains it all. Uh, you're gonna be Clarissa. Okay. So we're just gonna ask you some qu- clarifying questions now. I think uh, it's been it's been clear how much you've seen and how much you've enjoyed and what you sure, know. Sure, I'm at least caught up to season nine. I've seen parts right. of season ten and eleven. So, so we're gonna we're just gonna toss some questions at you. Uh, one thing that happens that I thought was a little strange was the um, when they're in Colombia, they're talking to this Colombian lady who is clearly a bad guy, but is pretending not to be a bad guy. Uh, well, I think she says things like, I don't want to let you in on all the things that I'm in on. Like, and she, Wow. My, that isn't even good English. She was really... She Granted, was, she's Spanish is her first language. She was great because she was like supposed to be helping, and they were like, oh yeah, she's on our team. And then she would say things like, yes, you can come to Colombia. Everything is fine here. Like, <laughs> you're not even... Oh, anyway, anyway. I'll take you out for gelato. But it's going to be great. But she starts with... Uh, she does say, uh, well, word around the jungle is... These blah 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 missionaries something something something. And What's she doing? She's talking she about word around the word jungle. around the jungle. And I was just going to ask you how reliable the word around the jungle is. Have you? <laughs> wow. Any, any experience that is with like, the word around the jungle? That is a Johnny Weissmiller level of racism. I, word around the jungle. It could be racist. Or it could be like Triest. They could just be. Uh, <laughs> that just, is a nightmare. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, because these are genuinely, these three episodes are some of my least favorite episodes. Right. Because they personify everything horrible about it. And and the thing is, is whenever they get, like, they're like, all right, so tell us what's going on. People are more attentive to their neighborhoods, to their, their yeah. communities than I have. I don't know. 
anything. I know nothing. Yeah, I, I, I can't tell you the word around the apartment about most things. <laughs> right. I, I'm like, yeah. why did my towel disappear? Like, I don't know anything that happens here. <laughs> the laundry room. Who yeah. took your laundry? I don't know. Is there a security camera? Of course there is. <laughs> Let me get the footage. It turns out uh, towel detergent is like a fingerprint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, now, go ahead, Ed. Uh, uh, Claire Jackie, I guess this is kind of more of a, I don't know, opinion question. Uh, if you were like plopped into the show... What would you be doing in it? Ooh, Ooh. That's a great question. Yeah, what, that what, is an excellent question. What character would I get to play in NCIS? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I would like to be one of those guest investigators. You know, oh. like like guest uh, investigator. Just like, all right, well, the Navy Department sent over this this lady. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, what's your specialty? Why did they bring you? Are in? you a chaplain? <laughs> I could be a chaplain. I could be uh, a secret. Um, like P- oh, th- they would probably cast me as like a PTA mom that uh, oh, yeah. you know my kid had been kidnapped and, and mm. they only have 48 hours because you know they say it's 48 hours and then the kid's gone and yeah. you're like who's kidnapping children nine people were kidnapped seriously <laughs> there's not that many people taking kids right. it's very much uh, the ransom <laughs> yeah. of rich who are the active kidnappers right now <laughs> yeah here's what they would cast me as and here's what I'd want them to cast me as they would cast me as the mom of some kidnapped children mm-hmm. and I would have to be hysterical yeah. Yep. And and all screamy. Uh, but what I would like to be cast as is the La Femme Nikita, the unlikely La Femme Nikita. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, I I like that idea a lot. I like. I mean, I, I could be a both. We could be both, right? Like where Ooh. it's like you're the PTA mom, all right? And it's they like, well, think... they just randomly kidnapped the kid. I don't know why I did it, but it turns out you actually were an assassin, and this is like trying Ooh. to like get some leverage on you. They didn't yeah. know that La I was a, I was actually a mole for the Mossad, and I've been living <laughs> in the United States for the last four. Yeah, like the Americans. Yeah. I want to be so badly uh, as a career thing. I want to be in that first vignette, like the first two minutes before something happens. Oh, yeah. Oh, you want to find part. the body? Yeah, yeah, I want to be in the finding the body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Law and Order, it's always like a snappy conversation between... It's usually two... comics. Yeah. They usually, they usually book comics to find the body, and they're just oh, I like... I want to do that so bad. It's stoners sitting on the on the, on the, yeah, yeah. the, the bay yeah. of the Potomac or and something. Then the, and, and then they see a foot. They're like, dude, there's a foot. <laughs> the, and, in this one... In, in in episode twenty, uh, the missionary position, it's a, a man, a guy and his girlfriend, yeah, and they're trying to so find good. a place in a park to set their picnic down, and she keeps yes. changing her mind because women be changing were- their picnic spots, right? <laughs> and uh, but she says, "This is it's so great." They set it down, and they're finally comfortable. And then she goes, "No, I have a bad feeling about this spot." And they move like six feet, and then a body falls out of the sky and lands in the spot she had a bad feeling about. And then the show is not about how this chick has magic and can see bodies <laughs> that was, coming. That was the backdoor pilot for Medium. <laughs> it's as much That's of a awesome. it's as much of a spinoff as Jag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to see what this chick is up to because she knows that is a that is a good premonition. Yeah, and how that changed the relationship, right? With that guy where he's just, he didn't believe her before, and she's like, Yeah, seriously. After like, that, anytime she yeah. changes her mind about something, he covers his head. Oh, that's he's hilarious. ready. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. So, uh, Claire Jackie, I got a question for you. And okay. this is about the apparent lack of rigor in the uh, in the NCIS department. Do so you mean rigor mortis the... or, like, rigorous investigation? The, the former. But oh, actually, no, any rigor. Well, I actually huh. know the latter. Sorry. Okay. Um, uh, more more about just discipline in general. Oh, so okay. What is, it's pretty what, loosey-goosey what is, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little loosey-goosey. How come, A... The United States Marine Corps in Afghanistan in a combat unit are letting Gibbs and Zeba just, like, be part of the lead vanguard yeah, why fire team. Yeah, why did just in go into assault? the military assault? I mean, like, they're old, they're, like, 
comparatively old people who sit behind desks all day yeah, versus right. elite killing machines. They're, they're no, beat Siva, on Siva, Siva is very elite, all right? Well, with one and, finger, right? Yep. She's got <laughs> yeah, the finger. It's the same. Don't be questioning her. She leads him with a finger and just charging the head with a finger. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the same team that has somebody who's a crucial member of their team who dresses like a booth babe at SakuraCon. Right, mm. right. But here's a scoop, what, though. What's going on here? What's Where's the unit dis- discipline and where's the esprit de corps? Uh, there's plenty of esprit de corps. It's all about esprit de corps. <laughs> <laughs> and what it isn't about is any sort of realism because yeah, the Marines are not letting you know, it'd be like Yeah, so the South Milwaukee police, they're gonna we're gonna drop you guys into Syria and you're gonna save Yeah. You know, you're gonna stop yeah. the the dirty bomb. But that's true in every one of those shows. In like Castle, there you know, why would you let the writer go into the contaminated area without any gloves on? He's gonna touch all the evidence. He's gonna well, come his up. jacket does say writer. I mean disclaimer. <laughs> right. Well he had it made. And uh, <laughs> but, but you know how he's constantly like coming up with the wacky you know, his theory is like oh, Oh, this is like a, a TV show, and you're like, no, you're a TV. Did you just? Uh, yeah. You're so meta. I think I think the the big plan with all these shows basically is just to show how how chill the military is. You know, like just like it's like because here's the thing, like you know, like yeah, we know the terrorists are bad, right? And they hate our freedom, but whose freedom specifically? The military, because they're just super laid back and it's like, hey, you want to go? Yeah, you gotta go, want to go lead the platoon today? No problem, man. Anything goes. Ride along, ride along. We're yeah. doing it. <laughs> This behind-the-scenes look at Read It and Weep is brought to you by audiblepodcast.com slash weep. Get a free audiobook and support your favorite podcast at the same time. It's like a dream come true. Okay, guys. Well, I'm all packed. That's it. You're packing? You going somewhere? You're making me nervous, Alex. You guys, it's time to tell you, I'm leaving podcasting. I'm going to get a new job. I love police procedurals so much, I'm going to become a badass detective. You do know that that's not really what it's like to be a cop, right? Yeah, it's not all excitement and witty repartee. It's not? Oh, no, it's almost entirely paperwork, for one thing. Don't love paperwork, but what about the thing where my partner and I, like, knock some heads together and really get the facts? Well, dude, there might be some of that, but there's also lots of interviews that go nowhere. It's tedious. Not to mention, hard on your family. But but mostly it's chasing down leads, right? Making clever ac- observations and cracking the case wide open. There might be some of that, but sometimes you don't solve the cases at all. What? Really? Haven't you heard of unsolved cases? Sure, that's when you get a fresh lead and then crack the old case wide open. <laughs> and then more often than not, don't solve it at all. Uh, plus, it's pretty dangerous. Actually, really dangerous. Bureaucratic. Boring. Thankless. Okay, okay. But on Law & Order, there's this... Were you going to say the assistant DAs are all super hot, so it's worth it? Maybe. Alex, you don't even have a part-time job. This bag you're packing to go be a cop? It's a coffee mug, a newspaper, and a list you've titled... Clever things to say when looking at a dead body? Is that too much? Should I leave the newspaper? What makes you think you could be an actual detective, Alex? This! I got this book from audiblepodcast.com slash weep for free just for signing up, and it made it seem like I could be a cop, and it supported my favorite podcast. Wait, what book? It's the first book in the Platypus Police Squad series by Jarrett J. Krozoska. Do you want to know what the title is? Probably not. The Frog Who Croaked. Oh, I get that. I take it back. You are ready to be a detective. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep and live out your dream job by listening to an audiobook about it, no matter what job it is. I'm really excited for the next Platypus Police Squad book coming out in 2015. It's called 
Last Panda Standing. And it's probably still about paperwork, dude. Oh. Is that true? Yep. Those are things. That's I'm... a real thing. Wait, I... is it police that are platypuses? Yes. Oh. Okay. Is it a Do they team? police other platypi? No, the, well, there's pandas and frogs, obviously. So it's just, it's just one of those animal worlds where everybody is called platypus detective. Like, it's your job plus your animal. It's an anthropomorphic. Animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do they walk platypus? I'm a walker. I didn't watch it. I haven't listened to it yet. I just found it and was really oh, excited to read it someday. That makes sense. It's, 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 a, it's, middle, it's, it's middle grade books. Yeah. That, that makes a lot more sense. You mean yeah. like it's a kid's I'm, book or it's not very good? It's like for third and fourth grade. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah, kid's yeah, book, I, obviously. I, not obvious. I thought it was like a hard-edged thing. <laughs> how? How could I you was, have thought I that? Why did you think how, that? How could that have been a thing you thought? Okay, like, guys. I, <laughs> I want it to be true. <laughs> You're like, what about the hard, hard-boiled world of platypi? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. And they wear oh, little, man, those little good. fedoras because they're really hard cops. <laughs> Yeah, the murder, cool. the intrigue, the poison, the egg laying. <laughs> <laughs> Will he make it back to the sea? That's <laughs> a hard question. All right, guys. So for our next thing, uh, we're gonna play. Uh, we're gonna name name the spinoff. So obviously, this is our. We mentioned before, this is a spinoff of Jag already, uh, and has and there, several. There's like 19 spinoffs. There's other spinoffs. So I think we, LL Cool J's in one of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? Which one hey, is he's he in? In LA. Yeah, LA. LA. NCIS at Los Angeles. Wait, isn't there? Well, who's the rapper in in SBU? Ice T. Ice T. Oh, okay. No, you're talking about Ice T. I might be getting the two of them confused. I yeah. is that a thing? You spin you off a cop for NCIS. That's your racism <laughs> yeah. showing. Uh, I just mean no. like how many police procedurals are there with former rappers? How uh, is that? I think they should all have it is because that... rappers are like wrestlers. They are clearly actors, right? <laughs> They're clearly yeah. people They're who so should ready be acting. For it. Yeah. Well, so I guess I'll start then. Like the 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 thing that I want, the spinoff I want, is just the uh, professorial medical examiner, obviously. Oh sure. But I want a world where like you just, I just want it to be about Ducky. Just Ducky, <laughs> but no. But Ducky goes to a conference, and then it's just the medical examiners from all of the shows together. Except you'd have to get another one now that was played by uh, Will Smith, and uh, and they would just be they would all just talk medical examiner talk to each other all the time. That would be so fun. Hmm. It's like it's like when you get the Gardettos that's just the rye chips. It's like that. I just want <laughs> to distill it down oh. to just the, my favorite piece. I really, really you hate the rye chips. That. What? Yeah, you I think really you hate want that, Alex. But it's going to be too peppery. I you can have, you can have all my rye <laughs> chips. Don't tell me what I want. I do I want to send you a bag of rye chips. Anytime you buy Gardettos, you, you save those rye chips for me. No, no, no you avo- you save them because you want to throw them away. You avoid them. You sort them out. Uh, guys, write, write in and back me. I feel like one. I don't I'm even know sure. you at all, Ezra. I'm pretty sure this is the worst part. Okay. Gardettos? Um, I'd like to watch it. Uh, it's a It's a snack. It's like a gas station snack, snack pack. Mix. Snack mix. And it's got... You guys are arguing about gas station food? Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, when you eat what's once, left to argue like about? the bananas? <laughs> oh. Uh, it's like that argument. Oh, it's that argument. Uh, I don't eat runts, and uh, candy is not my downfall. Oh. We can talk about putting fruit in meat dishes. Ooh, I don't, I don't like uh, chicken and apricot. I don't, I, they're, they're constantly putting raisins in, in pork. Raisins like, rarely belong anywhere, Jack. need a meat. <laughs> I don't just, they're constantly doing plums. It's the plum thing again. There's more oh, Plum Island. Plum Island is getting Sorry, in your meat. Yeah. Uh, what, what other spinoff uh, would you like to see well, from this? So I've got one, which is just uh, NCIS serving coffee cart. 
uh, adventures where Ooh. every single okay. you know episode they're going to a coffee cart. I've not seen that many coffee carts in DC ever in my life. But um, they just go, and then all of a sudden there's some weird chase that happens or, you know, something where a major plot point is advanced. And then there's just these coffee people that don't get their tips because somebody's sprinting away. Right, or paid. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're constantly – maybe they have, like, a a card on file because they're constantly having to run away and then – Yeah. I could see this being, like, a web series called uh, Military Police in Cars Getting Coffee. Yes. I think that's an idea. <laughs> I just want um, to see a, a, a series of montages of, of Tony calling uh, McGee different versions of McGeek and, uh, and uh, World of Warcraft like references and yep. him just constantly. A super cut. Yeah. And he's not actually that nerdy. No. Earlier, he's nerdier. Okay. Like season six, I think he lost like 50 pounds, the actor. Oh. Because when you move to Los Angeles, you're, uh, yeah. you hear it on the wind. Order the salad. So yeah, shrink down. You don't like cheese. I also think the nerdy character on a show that is this mainstream is much less nerdy than the character, like the than the cool character on the shows we would watch. That's what I feel like. Like to to the guys, like to the military guys, they're like, yeah, that's the nerdiest guy. But have you guys seen Silicon Valley at all? Yeah, Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah, because I like that Kumail and TJ are the actual nerds. Yeah, and -hmm. then. There's just a bunch of programmers that yeah. they're they're constantly talking to, and it's just two hundred dollar haircuts, yes. and just a pile of fucking haircuts. Yeah, so. <laughs> Lots of haircuts. Yeah, um, what's your spell? I, I would, you got one? Uh, I I want MCI, yeah MCIS, <laughs> where it's all about crimes about mangoes. What? It's the mango criminal. Uh, investigative. I do like service. that there's a different investigative service for every. Like, it's not just there's a murder, so we're, we're the murdered police. It's like, mm. it's well. <laughs> Please let there be a show called Murder Police. In uh, <laughs> that's what they. Okay, that's Murder that's, Police, a spinoff of Cop Squad. <laughs> okay, okay. So first of all, I'm not just talking badly. That's how they talk in the wire. They, he's like, you're no, good yeah. police. You're a murder police. That's what they call them. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, like for mm. for example, the wire. Uh, referred to by my friends as the greatest television show ever was made. Say, yeah. Can't watch it. <gasps> what? I, so I, I started watching it. Like, I'm like three episodes in. What? It's not in HD. I don't know what why, why they didn't shoot in HD in 2002. It's the stupidest <laughs> thing. They, they know it's going to be around for a while. So you can't watch it because it's not crisp enough. What's your problem with uh, it? I watched the first season. It's like all, it's like all incredibly well-made, um, very tense programming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would rather live through it than oh, actually so watch it. So you're going to go sling uh, some heroin? I would rather die by means of the movie Open Water than watch the movie Open Water. <laughs> I would rather okay. be in the well in Silence of the Lambs than watch Silence of the Lambs. What? Yeah, because the thing is, you don't is like, I have, you don't like I'm a control stuff. freak, so I just watch okay. the thing going, uh, don't go in there! Essentially, yeah, I'm an yeah. entire black audience as I watch. I'm like, what Ooh. are you doing? Those are bad that's life a, choices. That's Nobody... an NCIS joke. Yeah, that's, you're that is, I, I, I'm going to be writing on NCIS in season 13. <laughs> Thank you. I, it's, it's hacky stand-up comedy for a thousand. I like... Uh, I I I totally understand your point. It's hard. Like tense television is not my favorite television. Normally, The Wire is good enough. It's amazing. But it's, it's amazing. Like uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. I watched yeah. the first three seasons, and then I was like, 
oh, this is never going to get better. No, Their lives are never, never yeah, going yeah, to be no. fixed. Yeah. Season three, at the very least, nobody's going to fix anything till season five for syndication reasons. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I am done. Mad totally. Men, the only thing I want to see on Mad Men is uh, the ad campaigns because those crack me up and yeah. are fascinating. And, I, yes. I totally, and the rest of it's just a soap opera. So you're, I, Yeah, you're, I could not get into any of those either, actually. No, I, yeah, I'm the same way with all, all of those shows you just mentioned, except The Wire is good enough. But like, yeah, with, with Breaking Bad, I was like, I can't feel this way for a whole hour, let alone yeah. the rest of the episode. <laughs> One episode, I was like, I just feel awful this yeah. whole time. You didn't feel awful when you watched The Wire? No, no, not nearly as awful. Oh my god, I was just like, somebody get these people jobs and some education. Why is, we are losing geniuses here. And uh, every time I look at a project, like like the projects, I'm like, this is great. It needs a paint job. And it needs, and then some... You're trying to fix things. I... I'm a bit of a fixer, I'm afraid. Alanon, where are you when I need you? I, I, don't, I don't get that. I this is <laughs> part of the fun of talking to you is that like one out of five things is going to go over my head. That's how <laughs> I, I actually I do like the the Jackie version of the spinoff where it just is one person who fixes everything. Yeah, actually, no, I'm I totally I'm totally with this. With Breaking Bad, I was like, if this show was just him successfully being great at at making meth and there was no problems with it ever. I yeah. would watch that show. I was interested in yeah. him being a chemist. That actually sounds really ca- kind of fascinating. It's I was like, look how good this... It's like it's like uh, the Mr. Rogers, how stuff's made yeah. thing. Right, right, right. Just first episode, he just goes to like the shark tank, right? He pitches him like, hey, I'm a much better meth maker than anyone else out there. And then, he passes yeah. a little trays of meth to test, and they're like, yeah, that's pretty good And meth. then his wife and kids have money. Awesome. All right. Well, so uh, for time, we got to move on. So uh, mm-hmm. now we're going to do the second half of our compliment sandwich. So we're going to go in reverse order. Okay. Uh, surprise. One more compliment from you. What's your one oh, more? Oh, that I love about the show. One more thing you love about NCIS. Yeah. Oh, um, everybody's pretty good looking. Like, yeah. I, I've been watching it long enough, and I, and I watch reruns. So if you go back and watch the first, everybody, it's like going back in time. Everybody's super young. And, uh, but the, uh, oh, yes. That's a fun way to watch a TV show. Like, oh, look, they're all getting younger. People are coming back from, from the dead over the summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That is fun. I, they, they seem attractive enough. That's how it felt like. It was yeah. like, I mean, it's, it's because it's a, it's a show. Everybody's more attractive. Everyone in this office is more attractive than the most attractive person in a normal office. Right. So it just feels like a really attractive office. Right. The, the unattractive assistant of Ducky yeah. is better looking than I will ever be. Than anyone I've ever been in the yeah. same yeah. room with. But it's like, I feel like yeah. I could talk with everyone there, you know? It wasn't just like, they're not like, like, because at the same time, um, like, Sarah has been watching, um, uh, gossip Girl, yeah. and like I feel Wait. like I'd be like really oh. uncomfortable at a party with all the Gossip Girl people. Yeah, but like with the NCIS people, I'd be like, yeah, I could talk with them. Yeah, right. they're attractive but approachable. Approachable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah they're, they're, they're the cops next door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. As what's your uh, minor compliment? Okay, so at one point, uh, that uh, another thing that kind of like girded my loins. I don't know if that's the right phrase. No. Uh, so, so, something that pissed me off a little bit okay. um, uh, was that uh, you know. They use the word kitsch, um, and um, and um, Ziva was like, "That's a German word." Uh, and it's like, here's the thing: if we can learn and laugh was, at the same time, if she was actually Jewish, she would probably know that kitsch is, you know, also Yiddish. Yiddish. Yeah, and like you know, be, yeah, be aware of it, like as like because because you know, 
everyone knows what kitsch means. Um, yeah. But I went ahead and they went to Wikipedia and looked at Yiddish words used in English, and there's a lot of other great K Yiddish words there, uh-huh. uh, like a uh, klop, which is a loud bang or wallop from the German klopfen to knock. Sure. Um, or, uh, <laughs> I like that you're like, sure, of course, I've heard of that one. Yeah, I've yeah, never like heard of that klop. One. No, it's a great honor on Pia, klop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or, uh, or a klumnik, which is an empty person, a good for nothing. Wow, <laughs> nobody says that, dude. <laughs> I know, there's a lot of great, well, just, there's a lot of really fun, weird uh, you know, Yiddish like words she, out she there. She could have uh, gone a little more obscure, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Just, there's a lot of, yeah. If someone, yeah. someone could have, you know. Uh, yeah, this it, is it not. Just, I don't know, it helped me. It helped me re, I guess, uh, rediscover a love of, of Yiddish K words, which there are a whole bunch of. I words. like. I, I'm a fan of uh, Germanic uh, onomatopoeias. I think is a fun thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom is Dutch, and growing up, there was a, a dish that they always made. Her mom always made called stompfen, which is just mashed potatoes with like broccoli and cauliflower. Oh you yeah, just totally. mash all you just, of it. You'd have to stomp them. Yeah, yeah, and I like that onomatopoeia. like, yeah, you just stomp the shit, and then it's dinner, and it just, it's called it stompfen. Nice thing about a lot of those languages, it, it sounds about right. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, this makes sense. That's why I said what you liked when he said uh, klop, klopfen. I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. That's fun. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Of course. It sounds like a good thing for that. Uh, Chris, what's your minor compliment? Oh, um, so my minor compliment is actually for Gibbs uh, in portraying his gruffness. Uh, they actually did a pretty good job. Uh, this is one of the few things I think they did a pretty good job at. Sorry, Jackie. But the. <laughs> You know, uh, when there's this guy who's just lost his daughter, who he loved more than anything else in the world, the chaplain's there for him, for the dad, and Gibbs comes by and doesn't say, sorry for your loss, or we're doing everything we can. He says, a daughter's a precious thing. (laughs) And then he just leaves. It's no saying, like, it was this guy's fault for maybe misplacing a precious thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did you lose your iPhone and your daughter? That's so sad. (laughs) <laughs> I don't like when you when you drop your daughter and break the screen, but then you can't afford a replacement. Yeah, so once I, you drop your daughter in a toilet, she's never the same. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or it's like it's like the Oscar, it's the Oscar Wilde thing, though, right? Like losing a daughter is like you know, is a tragedy. Losing a daughter and an iPhone sounds like carelessness. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> true. You really should put a case on her. Yeah. I uh, all right. So my minor compliment is that I was I, I really like weddings. Uh, I'm gonna go to a wedding tonight. Actually, uh, it's I like hey. them. They're delightful. And I was disappointed when engagement, uh, the episodes part one two wasn't wasn't a fun. No party. one proposed. Yeah, where someone showed hmm. off her ring a lot, and I was a little disappointed about that. But then we watched the other episode had this really great silly wedding related subplot. Oh yeah, that was a fun a fun runner it we was had. So it was so ridiculous. It was just like. It, like they'd be doing this really intense thing, and then the, the 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 nerdy guy would be like, "Do you want to be my best? Don't ask me to be your best man." Okay, and then he would go off to someone else, and they uh, it was delightful. It would just it was a great like break. It was like a a palate cleanser before they would go uh, hurt some more brown people. But they was like, "But what about your best man?" <laughs> and then in the end, he asks the uh, the goth girl to be his best woman. Yeah, and they totally they totally it's the right choice. and she's so excited. Yeah, she, she wants to to throw a naked ice hockey bachelor okay, party. Okay, I can't get behind that. She does say, well, first of all, when he asks her, she's like, oh, your bachelor party. Uh, it's going to be so fun. We, we could go uh, naked ice hockey. I have so many ideas. That's one idea, first of all. Not many. And second of all, uh, that's a terrible idea. Well, no, it's kind of like she had like several ideas and smashed them in together in the same one. To make right? one giant right. bad idea. Right. To make a clumpfin yeah. of bad ideas. <laughs> a clumpfin. A stomping. Of, uh, <laughs> a clump. I, yeah. First of all, it'd be super cold, right? You would not want, and also, it's not like the bachelor party. The point is for you and your bros to get naked. That's not the well, idea. 
That's no, it's cold for everyone though. I think it's a it's a level playing field. You could say. Everyone's ice sticking cold. has never been more dangerous. <laughs> Giant ice skates. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, why would you do that? If you can and if you can high stick under those conditions, uh, more power to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah. All right, we're gonna end on a boom. I think is we're gonna do that. Uh, <laughs> Esther, you got the last word. That is it for our show, you guys. And we're going to be back again next week. Next week, we're talking about Veggie Tales. Hey. Are you guys excited about Veggie Tales? The Christian. The Christian cartoon. TV thing. show yeah. and book, Veggie yep. Tales. Veggie Tales. Uh, this is uh, we have on uh, another very special guest next week, The Double Clicks. Angela from The Double Clicks is going to be here. Uh, oh, do you know I've, the been, I've been trying to have the. I, I opened for them in LA a couple of months ago. You opened for them? In I, yeah, because they had a show at the M Bar awesome. in LA. And yeah, yeah. Like, Would you do stand up comedy oh. before? And I said, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then I ran into him at Gen Con two weeks ago. Yeah. And, oh, nice. Um, Angela was in the hotel and she was like Jackie, and I she wasn't with her sister, so I didn't recognize. Oh. Her <laughs> I'm yeah, an ass. single click. Yeah, it's yeah, not single the same. click. It was hard to. And I was and she was like Angela, double yeah. click. And uh, and I've been trying to get him on the Dork Forest for a thousand generations, but you, it hasn't. Yeah. Uh, hasn't because this weekend they're at PAX. Yeah, yeah, they're out of town this weekend. We've, we've we've been trying to get them all summer, and this is the first time they're able because they just put out a new record, and so we're going to talk. Yeah, about I bought them it. Anymore. It was really good. Yeah, it's. So, did you buy it from them? Did they touch their left elbow to it? Yes. Or, yes. Or did, <laughs> you bought the twenty dollars version, not the five dollars version. I did buy the twenty dollars version, and Angela was like, "Why are you paying for this?" And I said, "We're supporting each other's arts." I was going to support her art, but she gave me one before it came out, so I didn't have a chance to well, buy that, it yet. That's it. I mean, she would have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, they're, they're, I love the double clicks. They're so delightful. And Angela's going to come on and talk to us about her sort of guilty pleasure from her childhood, Veggie Tales. Uh, also, guys, uh, NCIS Veggie Tales. Would you watch it? W- I would like to see the. It would have sa- a better moral. The sassy. <laughs> <laughs> I like these, like the sassy cucumber medical examiner. I'd watch that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, or like a goth carrot. <laughs> yeah. I think Dinoza would be the cucumber. Dick joke. Um. Oh. <laughs> it's a good thing you tag that so we don't have to wonder what it was about. Gee, I Hashtag wonder what she meant. Yeah. Oh. What did she mean, guys? Also, uh, before we leave really quick, I want to do a quick shout-out. I forgot to say this last week, but I wanted to thank Jocelyn for coming out. Uh, I was in New York last week, and she uh, had mentioned that on the show two weeks ago. I was going to be in New York, and Jocelyn came out and saw me do a show at UCB, and that was super cool. So, hi, Jocelyn. Thanks again for coming out and seeing the show. Uh, it was really nice of you. Uh, yeah? Cool. You guys didn't. Chris, you didn't come, so you didn't get to meet her. But anyway, she said, "Yeah, great. I missed that one." She was. She said very nice things. Uh, oh. act, uh, also, who was I? Ta- I was talking to another fan of the show the other day who said that when you came on the first time and di- that she uh, downloaded just a whole mess of Dark Forest after that and really loved them. Oh, that's so, nice. Uh, yeah, I met some guy who told me he's trapped in 2011 because he's 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 method. So he's got oh, a, he's a he's, completist. Mm. He's a completist. So he started with I don't know I don't think he started with the blog talks in 2006, but he yeah, it's, oh, no. it's uh, I think he he must have started 2010. I think there's something about the kind of people who listen to your show, and there's probably some crossover with people who listen to our show that they are sure. completists. That they're oh, like yeah. that's a thing that they're into. For us, I that's why people say like, can I get episode one? And I can say it's really bad, but uh, way better now. So if you like it now. You have to really be committed. Suspension of disbelief. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But that's the kind of people who like your show. The kind of people who can do suspension of 
Darkest Belief yep. and our completists. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Dork Forest, uh, that's your that's your other that's podcast. That's my podcast. Yeah. Is, is, is this week with Ron Babcock where he talks about urban planning? That's Ooh. his dorkdom, urban planning. I like. I know that's a lot of cool. urban planning dorks. I know that. Yeah, he loves the River Project in Los Angeles. They're bringing the river back in Los Angeles. Oh, They're going to make it into a river again. That's a great idea. How water, wild! But. So you have people come on and talk about things that they are are passionate about. Very much so. This next episode is going to be this woman who is a fashion designer who also does cosplay. Oh. And so she does uh, what all a can, DC what a perfect. Related crossover yeah she uh she talks about the uh, how, how to make thread and then how to make fabric and then how to make a uh, poison ivy <laughs> outfit wow oh that's awesome so oh. that's the the dorkforest.com just dork you can go dorkforest.com or the dorkforest.com you did you bought the i did article. the determiner smart. i thought what the heck let's do this very smart uh, uh and then also you of course you can go pay a variety of prices for CBC this will make an excellent horcrux and you can see so you do comedy by the time this comes out you're not in Portland anymore but go to JackieCation.com JackieCation.com I, I, I'm, I'm going to Austin, Texas do, do you also have the JackieCation.com? I don't I wish I did now <laughs> oh. you better buy it before this comes oh, out because they'll buy it for you FamilyPetAncestry.com go to that <laughs> FamilyPetAncestry.com yeah, that, that was an idea for a uh, for, for job don't you want to know if your cat came over on the Mayflower? Yeah. Come on. The dog can remember the DAR, the Dogs of the American Revolution. Jackiecation.com. Also, thanks for being here as Ann Chris. Of course, man. Do you guys know your next four cities? Uh, it's it's mostly it's just sticking around Plum Island. That's nothing else. Awesome. Uh, all right. Well, we'll, we'll be back again with you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening. Goodbye. Dick joke. <laughs>